everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney Travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabranic. And I'm Amelia Bellabranic. And today we'll be doing Disney Wish news and more. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of Disney Wish news. And we don't even cruise. All it's doing is making me want to go on a cruise. I know. It does sound pretty cool. But we're going to start with the Scalactic Star Cruiser update. So... This is the immersive hotel experience inside Galaxy's Edge at Walt Disney World. We were going to do the first ones and then decided with lingering COVID and all sorts of stuff, we are not going to do the first iteration of it. So we'll be looking forward to people's reactions and reviews. I also like to get the details hammered out a little bit more. Yeah. And quite frankly, not be there when all the youtube and vlogger people are on the first episodes i don't want the experience ruined that way and it'll be interesting to see how disney manages that if it happens inside the ship but anyway they've got some pretty cool news about the story yes first of all it maiden voyage is happening beginning of march march 1st but they've released more details about the star cruiser halcyon and its backstory it's returned to its former glory when you're riding it Yes, and it's following its maiden voyage to the first port it ever visited, which is... In Batu. Batu in Galaxy's Edge. Yes, and in the Star Wars timeline, your voyage on the Galactic Star Cruiser takes place between the event of Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. So, do you join the First Order, the Resistance, are you a scoundrel? Yeah, they let you sort of create your own role in it, which is cool. So what would you do? I'm I mean, not... I think we'll have to see how it works. I'm interested to know why they picked The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker and why not one of the older, more beloved movies. Well, I guess they're trying to keep it current with the ones they're producing. Yeah, I know, but people don't like those ones. I love those ones. I like those ones, but, you know, yeah, that's a controversial like opinion. And they are putting in a cool scene between Rey and Kylo. So they will meet up in this period between the two films. So it's going to be interesting how they're actually using this to sort of further the whole Star Wars universe stories, which is sort of neat. Yeah, it's cool. It could, it could go either way, so. And they've even created a Halcyon Legacy comic book series to give a whole backstory around the ship. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so so they're I'll give really you that one. they're building out this whole Star Wars story around the ship. So I would not be surprised if the Halcyon is in future movies. Oh, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. So, I would Lean towards being a scoundrel, I think. <laughs> Not pick a side, just be the little scoundrel and mix it up. We'll see how it goes. We'll see other people's experiences. But I do like that it sounds like a little bit that you can sort of direct the way it goes. Almost like Millennium Falcon in a way, right? Like, mm, not, Well, I guess. Even more than Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I was going to... I was going to say, that is like a predetermined course where you get to change the green screen effects. This is like you're determining a whole story yeah, here. Yeah, and there's actual other humans in there to interact yeah. with. So, And they have, of course, the characters playing stories, too. How much so. are they paying these actors to yeah, do this? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see if they stay around or not. <laughs> anyway, so lots, you know, they're dripping out news to build excitement leading up to it. I do it's, like how it's, it's working. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> so that's the news on the Galactic Star Cruiser. All right, next up. Jumping over to Disneyland. Yes, they are transforming Mickey's Toontown and Disneyland Park, and it will be beginning soon. Yeah, we talked about this on past episodes, so it's about to happen. It is starting 
March as of, 9th. As of March 9th. So Is it, it really the best idea to close this on March break, Disney? I know. We'll see. If they want to... If we'll you, see. If you want to see it, you've got until March 8th to say farewell to the Toontown you know and love until yeah. the brand new Toontown comes. Of course... It will remain a focus on families and young children, but really, if you're a Disney fan. I would hope so, it being tuned down. (laughs) If you're a young, I mean, if you're a Disney fan, you're going to like it no matter what. You have until March 8th to do it. It'll reopen in 2023. Oh, wow. How long will this take then? There's a lot. It'll still be home to Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin, Mickey's House, and Minnie's House, of course. I hope so. And then they're going to be sort of reimagining other attractions like Gadget's Go Coaster, which could use a refresh, Goofy's House, and Donald's Boat. And of course, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will open in Disneyland at this time. I'm excited to see what they do with this. It does make sense for the Runaway Railway to be there, so that's good. Yes. Yeah, we really love Toontown. We miss it at Disney World, so... You know, I'm okay with them refreshing it. I like that. I just think they should also refresh it at, you know, Disney World. Bring it back, Disney. Well, they have space to do it. Exactly. They have so much space. But, you know, it's okay. It gives us something different to see but when we Bring that to and the House of Magic back, please. Yes, I want the House of please. Magic back. Not the faux. Yeah, the marquee. <laughs> the I can't. The faux marquee on Main Street. Not a fan. <laughs> All right. Let's set sail now with the Disney Wish. It was on again, off again. It's on again. I believe it has officially dropped into the water in Germany. So okay. it is it is for setting, now, friends. It is setting sail in July. And I have to say, even though I don't cruise, there is some pretty neat stuff happening. So this let's is making re- me want to cruise. I know. I wish they would put some of this stuff in the hotels. All right. So first of all, there's a new shop. Yeah, nothing exciting. It's okay. Inside out themed, joyful sweets. Forty flavors of gelato and ice cream. 40 flavors. Yeah, handcrafted gelato, blah, blah, blah. What? Because <laughs> it's just an ice cream shop. No. They made al- to sound cool by Disney. But they also have signature treats. Well, they love their signature treats. With the colorful cupcakes of the emotions. Like, this is lemon, blueberry, pistachio, red velvet, and bubblegum. Oh, I see. So lemon is joy. Blueberry is sadness. Blue. Pistachio. Hey, disgusting. I love pistach- pistach- <laughs> pistachios. Why? <laughs> <laughs> they should not be disgusting, Disney. Pistachios are good. Good job, Disney. Good job. And then red velvet is anger. And fear is bubblegum. That's pretty funny. All right. I do like that. And I then... think I'd go with the sadness or Ooh, an anger. Did you see chocolate memory orbs filled I with did. sweet candy? All right. Special macarons, cake pops, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. See? But let's get into the cool not... things. I want to go to this shop. I okay. would eat this entire shop except for disgust cupcake. How about Olaf's Royal Picnic? So they're really spreading out. I'll say they're really spreading out the characters on the ship. There's really sort of representation across the whole Disney universe. So we've That's got good. That's what you want. Olaf's Royal Picnic, obviously Frozen themed. So it's a summertime picnic in Arendelle. It's geared towards 3 to 12. So sorry as a 13-year-old, Amelia, you just missed this. Rude. But you get to interact with Olaf, Anna, Elsa, Kristoff. And there's live music and... Of course, they're going to sing the classics, Let It Go, Fixer Upper, In Summer, and all that sort of stuff. That one's okay. Doesn't really thrill me. Listen, if you're a Frozen fan. Of course, I'm not 3 to 12. Okay. Oh, yeah. There is some sort of neat stuff, though. They've Sounds like they've created a new character. 
Yeah, I'm a bit confused about this person. So, the Baroness Dagmar Bergier, a lively lady in waiting to Queen Anna. You know what it's like. You is know, she when... gonna throw? Is she gonna show up in Frozen Three or something? I is don't this know. like their promo for that? So, that's sort of a castle atmosphere. So, she's part of the castle staff. It reminds me of the Perfectly Princess Tea. It does. Where Aurora has her lady. Uh, yeah. What's her name? Rose. I think so. Yeah. So it sounds like it's something like that. Basically, Just as soon as I read, the children will receive an assortment of gifts and keepsakes. Yeah. Yeah. What do they get? A re- including a reversible troll plush, themed picnic blanket, and custom Nordic-style medallion. Mandolin. Which- a custom Nordic-style... What's a ma- mandolin? A mandolin is like an ukulele a little bit. Okay, I have so a mandolin. Okay, so what are children going to do with a custom Nordic-style one? They are going to learn this sing-along to strum and play with Kristoff, Reindeer Are Better Than People. Uh, I guess that's a pretty easy song. So it's actually some pretty good swag. Yeah. Just, just like the perfectly princess tea. So how much does it cost? I don't know. I'm not... Yo, I was going to say, does this cost? And then I just see in their official release, the final line, there is an added fee. Of course there's an added so, fee. So a lot, I'm guessing. Because you're <laughs> looking lot. at 300 plus a person for the perfectly princess tea because you and get plus, all that swag. Mandolins are expensive. Yeah, even a sort of cheap one is going to be 50 bucks or something. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, sounds pretty cool. So you'll at least you get something for all that money. Now I well, like this. You get the experience. I like this next slate of things: the immersive okay. storytelling and shows. So first of all, in the Grand Hall, the fairy tale castle-inspired Grand Hall is going to evolve from a gathering space into an enchanting theater through the magic of built-in special effects and a f- the first time ever. The first time ever atrium stage. Yes, on the first time they've had an atrium stage on a Disney ship, so pretty big. What's going to happen there? Well, a royal greeting will await you as you enter the glittering Grand Hall for the first time. And a single child will receive their own wishing wands. Oh, sounds like Cinderella's royal table. Listen, wishing wands are great. I do like, though, how they're having you do something wish it. Wish it. Yeah. <laughs> with it. And they will get to use that wand to make the first wish of their vacation during a special boarding celebration. That's sort of neat. And then during the sailing... Okay, but now what if I find an eyelash in my eye before I get this wand? Am I not allowed to wish on that? You get extra wishes in that case. During the sailing, there is a gathering as princesses descend into the Grand Hall. So it's really, a, this is your definitely princess-themed experience. They'll come down the stairs. The stage will, ooh, I like this. There's a game. Who's behind the curtain? You'll have to answer questions to reveal the identity of secret characters, presumably Disney princesses. So they're going to make this fun for the kids. Yes. And then on the final night of each sailing, you'll return to the Grand Hall to raise your wand with Fairy Godmother to ignite the farewell show featuring favorite characters, special effects, and lively performances. It sounds like, you know, when they introduce the princesses at Cinderella's royal table and they say, they sort of do the reverse. They go, this princess, blah, blah, blah. And you sort of have to guess who it is. Yeah, they're like hyping them up. I think they're going to formalize that and just make it, it's probably, it's make it a game. It's It's probably the exact same text, but they're behind a curtain and maybe kids will have to guess before they come out. Is it going to be like easy? Like this princess. I'm sure it'll be easy because it's for kids. This princess fell in love as a frog. Who is she, ladies and gentlemen? Ooh, Luna, a brand new entertainment hub with a two-story LED screen wall stage and bar. Lots of things happening here. Villains game night. This I want to do. Come on. Tell us about villains game night. 
It is a witty game show where you'll attempt to answer Disney trivia amid the jeers and sneers of nefarious Disney foes. Ooh, I like this. So they're going to be going, ah, you don't know anything. (laughs) Who is it? Cruella DeVille, Gaston, Hades, and Maleficent, plus apparently more that we don't know yet who will join on screen. Oh, okay. So they'll have some real character actors and then some people on screen. That's sort of cool. Villains game night. Love it. This is just a lot of Descendants characters and Gaston. Disney songbook. Oh, that sounds very interesting. Yes. This will put you in the spotlight as you belt out Disney songs and showcase your talent for a live camera crew who will project each performance onto the big screen. So basically, it's American Idol (laughs) on the Disney Wish, sort of. They're going to have you on stage doing live karaoke. I don't know if I want to hear my fellow guests doing that, but we'll see. And then, of course, there's a live, what would it be without a grand finale event? Yes. During... Ca- called Disney Uncharted Adventure. Yes. Now, this is not about the new movie. It is an all-new interactive experience that uses your mobile device to unlock hidden adventures aboard the ship. Oh, okay. So it's like a treasure hunt, sort of. Yeah. Like they do at Alani exactly. and other places. And... Oh, families will team up with each other. So you that's good. You get to meet your fellow guests. And you will battle an infamous Disney villain. I wonder who it is. See, you've really got to stop having me read these because all you're doing is making me want to waste your money on a cruise. Yeah, well, you got some money. You can take us. Why don't you treat your parents? No, I don't think so. How about the Hero Zone? We've been talking a lot about villains, but don't worry, there is a Hero Zone. Yes. Ooh, I like what they're doing here, too. This is more of a sports area with a futuristic theme where physical activity can blend with imagination and... (laughs) Highly produced show experience is in addition to free play sports. So this sounds interesting. Yes, and families can test their strength, speed, and stamina amid the Increda Games, which is a high-energy game show that features an elaborate obstacle course with over-the-top challenges inspired by the dynamic characters from Okay, so this is like Wipeout or any of those shows. So you're getting really physical here. Now, this could... You know, I don't know what if all Disney cruise ships are like this, but it sounds like a lot of cool interactive and active stuff where this, you're playing in game shows. So. I've said this before, but this literally looks like a Disney commercial. Everything in here. You could yeah, just Yeah, so like, this is where it happens. And yeah. I guess the old favorite Jack Jack's incredible diaper dash sounds like where they put little babies to race. It's a baby <laughs> race, basically. Unbelievable. It's a twenty a speed crawl, as they call it, on a twenty foot track, and family and friends cheer it on. All right, what for happens the baby if the race. babies don't move? <laughs> Some baby's going to win. Somebody's got to move. I don't know. Maybe they put rattles at the end. All right. <laughs> and then in true Disney Cruise fashion, the Disney Wish will offer tons of other world-class entertainment. Mickey and Minnie will have an adventure. They're f- the very first Disney attraction at sea. So that's sort of cool. There's a royal Ooh. celebration with theatrical dining. Avengers, Marvel, et cetera, et cetera. Avengers, Marvel, et cetera. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Lots of stuff Real. happening on the ship. Yes. Now let's go off ship over to Disney World for a little bit of update. Little COVID update you may have heard. Yes. Face coverings are now optional, but not everywhere. For fully vaccinated guests in both indoor and outdoor locations. Now that means unvaxxed people probably just aren't going to wear their mask either. So basically... Because how could they possibly they enforce this? They can't tell, and there's no way cast members should be put in that position. It's just too big too big of crowds. However, they are still required on transportation. So buses, monorails, and Skyliner regardless. 
We'll see how much that is enforced. I hope it is because those are very enclosed spaces, especially we care about this in particular because if you're an international traveler, we have to test negative to get back on our plane. So it's not so much catching Omicron for us as it is we want to get home. So we have to avoid it at least until our test. Until the test. And then it's like, yay, vacation. (laughs) And then finally, over at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, On March 1st, guests will start to notice some construction during the daytime hours, and most resort amenities will remain available during the work, And I think this is also because they are transforming one of the buildings into Disney Vacation Club Villas. So if you're you're staying in the Grand Floridian, you are... Now, are you bothered by those walls and all that thing and refurbishment? Not really. I'm usually not either. To be honest. Epcot was a bit much, but that was a full-scale one. But I remember when they were building the villas at the Grand Floridian and when they redid the courtyard pool and made it zero entry. It's not really that bad. It's a pain if it's your first and only time visiting. But anyway, see, I'm happy. progress must go on. I'm happy because I will be now only requesting this building because I hate walking because the resort is so yeah, cute. Yeah, we'll check out the new building. It's in it's a, a good spot. It's a lot of Some walking. Some good views, this good is, location. Yeah, this is like one of the main buildings. So I'm excited to, you know, save an extra 20 steps on my 10,000 step day at Disney World. All right, everyone. That is the news for this week. You are now all caught up on the latest Disney travel news from 1923 Main Street. We hope you enjoyed the show. Follow us online at 1923 Main Street. We'll see you again next week for the more news and have a magical day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.